I'd like to take a moment to let you all know about a new nonprofit organization started by my brother Craig. It's called Treats and Truth. They fill oversized brown lunch bags with snack items, chips, crackers, popcorn, cookies, etc. Also, a bottle of water, toothbrush, toothpaste, sanitary wipes, and most importantly, a small gospel tract book of John. No cigar? I'll have to talk to him about that. The bags are then hand-delivered to the homeless and people in need in and around the Los Angeles area. Let's help get this ministry off the ground. They're a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, so any and all donations are tax-deductible and greatly appreciated. Visit their website at treatsandtruth.org. Check out the show notes for the link. Also, please follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. Welcome to episode 158 of the Burning Bush Podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well, and I'm glad you've joined me. Today we're reading the New Testament book of Luke, chapter 15, with commentary from the notes in the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, and I'm smoking the Arturo Fuente Magnum R Rosado Sun Grown 58, 5.25 by 58. So let's go to the Fuente Cigars website and see what they have to say. The Magnum R line features an exclusive Rosado sun-grown wrapper culled from the lower primings of fine Ecuadorian tobacco plants and aged for nearly a decade. It is these rare and delicate wrapper leaves that create this complex, balanced smoke. The Magnum R Cigar appeals to cigar lovers who enjoy a creamier and smoother cigar experience without sacrificing flavor. With a distinctive sweet finish and elegant complex undertones, this cigar is destined to become another Fuente classic. Magnum R Rosado sun-grown cigars were originally released in four sizes, each aptly named for their ring size, hence the names Vitola 52, Vitola 54, Vitola 56, and Vitola 58. When the next cigar was added, the same tradition was followed. The Super 60 is an impressive 60-ring cigar. The essence of these cigars is complemented by the same elegant trimmings that accompany all Arturo Fuente cigars. And the Vitolas are the 44, length 4.875 by 47, The Vitola 52, length is 5 inches by 52. The Vitola 58 is 5.25 by 58. The Vitola 56 is 5.625 by 56. The Super 60 is a 6 by 60. And the Vitola 54 is a 6.5 by 54. That is the Magnum R from Arturo Fuente Cigars.
So let's get back into this week's reading of the book of Luke, chapter 15. I am reading from the English Standard Version, the ESV, and verse 1 reads, Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to him, and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And Spurgeon comments on verses 3 and 4, So he told them this parable, What man among you who has a hundred sheep and loses one of them does not leave the ninety-nine in the open field and go after the lost one until he finds it? The wandering of a soul causes Jesus deep sorrow. He cannot bear the thought of one perishing. Such is the love and tenderness of his heart that he cannot bear that one of his own should be in jeopardy. He can take no rest as long as a soul for whom he shed his blood still abides under the dominion of Satan and under the power of sin. Therefore the great shepherd neither night nor day forgets his sheep. He has a deep sympathy with each stray heart. He knows the sorrow that sin brings, the deep pollution and the terrible wounding that come from transgression. He grieves over each lost sheep, for he knows the misery that lies in the fact of being lost. If you have ever been in a house with a mother and a father, and daughters and sons, when a little child has been lost, you will never forget the agitation of each member of the household. See the father as he goes to the police station and calls at every likely house, for he must find his child or break his heart. See the deep oppression and bitter anguish of the mother. She is like one distracted till she has news of her darling. You now begin to understand what Jesus feels for one whom he loves, who is engraved on the palm of his hands. His compassion transcends the compassion of parents, the compassion of an infinite heart brimming over with an ocean of love. This one thought moves the pity of the Lord if he loses one of them. And back to Luke, verse 5. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so, I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And he said, there was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me, and he divided his property between them. 
Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country, and there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him. But he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. And Spurgeon comments on verse 28. Then he became angry and didn't want to go in. So his father came out and pleaded with him. I never know which to admire more, the love of the father going in to meet the returning prodigal or in going out to talk with this cold-hearted elder brother. He was a son, but he had not the true spirit of his father. He had fallen into a wrong state of mind just like certain Christians I know who have always been proper and who have little sympathy with those who have been great sinners. They seem not to want to see such people as these brought to the Savior. Why, they exclaim, there are girls from the street and men that have been burglars and all sorts of rabble being brought into the church. I have heard such remarks, and I have seen the same sort of spirit displayed in the looks of others who have not liked to say what they thought. Yet they themselves were no better than others by nature, though grace has done much in restraining them from the sin into which others have fallen, and it was wrong for them to talk as if they were sheer legalists, as this Pharisaic elder brother did. And back to Luke verse 30. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, 
and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. And that's the end of today's reading in the book of Luke. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, as well as today's cigar. Also, Groundworks Ministries for daily Bible studies and devotionals. Treats and Truth Ministry, where you can get involved in helping to spread the gospel to and be a blessing to the homeless. And the Burning Bush Merchandise Store, where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. If you know anyone who needs to hear this, please let them know about the podcast and help share the message of the Bible, the hope we have in Yeshua Messiah, Jesus Christ. If you'd like to contact me, you can email me at steve at theburningbushpodcast.com, which is linked in the show notes as well. So until next time, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.